half-baked histories. Dan. Tom, how are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Welcome to another episode of Half-Baked Histories, presented by Adelol. South Australia's Heaps Good History podcast. And brought to you by... Balfour's. Our good mates at Balfour's. Because we're now a podcast with a sponsor, Dan. Holy moly. Would you believe it? No, we truly do thank Balfour's a lot. We do. And uh, this is going to sound very contrived, and it, in, I'll be honest with you, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> I was at the supermarket looking for one of these, your uh, stock standard... Ooh. Meat pie. Love it. Um, and now I understand podcasting is not a visual medium, but that doesn't matter. There's a meat pie. We've got in front the cameras of me. now. We've got it's the all cameras good. now. Yep. Um, but what I found next to the meat pies, and Tell I had what? not seen these before, and I know you'd mentioned it previously. I have. Um, the vegan range. These so are great. Potato, leek, and rosemary roll, which I guess is, you know, intended to be a bit of a, like a vegan sausage roll. They wouldn't call it a sausage roll, but no. it's, it's, it's a vegan roll. No. Um, and. Um, I got I bought two of them so I could put one in front of the camera here and I ate the other one and it's freaking delicious. Yeah, I know. And as a vegetarian, they do make some absolutely great vegan they vegetarian do. stuff. So it's fantastic. Thanks for Balfour's support them because they're supporting Adelol, they are. where we explore stories from South Australia's history. That's right. And Balfour's is all about bringing home the taste of South Australia. But here's the thing. With the stories, I tell the story and Tom doesn't know I what know. the stories I don't know what you're going to talk about. Going to be about. We did frog cakes last week, so I assume you're going to make me eat <laughs> no, a whole bunch of you, other stuff. You don't want to be eating what I'm telling you about today. Okay, right. You've probably been told to eat it many times. But okay, interesting. Today's episode is about South Australia's first policewoman. I'd been told to eat a policewoman. Her name, Fanny Cox. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fanny Cox. It's very immature. <laughs> and we are not about that at Adelaide. No, so Adelaide. we're wanting to tell the story of this. Fantastic, fascinating, interesting South Australian woman um, who was a groundbreaking uh, (laughs) police officer. Police officer and leading the way in her own way. And um, and you, I I have no (laughs) doubt that you chose her as a topic of discussion because um, that's exactly why. Yeah, okay. Just to make fun of the name. So Fanny Cox was born at Moonta (laughs) on fifth of May, eighteen seventy-five, from a poor family from Cornwall. So she I'm would just love a amazed pasty. that there's a poor family in Moonta. <laughs> so from from Cornwall as well as many people right. from Moonta are. That's right. Yeah, she'd be loving the pasties. She would she'd be, be loving the pasties. She'd be it, all yeah. over the pasties. Yeah, uh, but her poor family moved to Adelaide in. Just 90- don't keep bringing up the fact that they were poor. <laughs> a destitute family. Destitute. <laughs> her poor. Her, her poor family. Povo parents. <laughs> Who we now keep, to, keep mocking. Keep mocking, yeah. Like, the fact that she was poor, is, this is a rags to riches story. We are not bringing that up just to demean her further That's after right. Dan, you know, we're, clearly selected We are all for the equality and this is one of the pioneer women of South Australia leading oh, fantastic. the way. Absolutely fantastic person, but her name literally was Fanny and, Cox. And, yeah. Um, they moved to the poor family, moved to Adelaide in 1900 to, to improve their financial situation. And so even that is knew. where you want to go, right? You want, <laughs> like, if you want to improve your financial situation, Adelaide is the place to move to. She, even to this day, when she started working, she joined the state children's department as a teacher, and this okay, ev- great. eventually led her into work as a uh, like juvenile probation officer. Okay, so she started in youth youth justice kind of field. Yep, in yep. 1906, uh, she proved she could work with vagrant boys. Um, okay, so she she's w- like, hey, I'm from Moonta. I was poor. Um, I will. Shank, I can connect. I, will shank I can. These kids. I can. I can connect with these kids. If they stop making fun of my name, yeah. If, if they I can stop, get them to stop laughing, if they, if, yeah, they they won't stop laughing. But when they do stop laughing, then I'll, I'll be able to connect with them on a level that can actually bring about some change in their life. In July 1915, the South Australian Governor Sir Henry Galway 
announced the government were looking to appoint women for police patrols. All right. Over 200 women applied to be South Australia's first police officer. Over 200 women. And at the time, there were only 372 (laughs) women in South Australia. So that's pretty impressive. Most of them were from Moonta and were desperate for money. They were very poor. They needed the money. Yep. But Fanny Cox did not actually apply. Right. Okay. So she's like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm onto a good good thing here with my age transforming yeah. the lives of young people i've nearly got them to stop laughing so that's right all this hard work cannot be cannot be she was still just waiting for them to stop laughing she's like i gotta do this application but until they stop laughing at my name i can't actually put the application in so on the 11th of october two days before applications were meant to close right the police commissioner was like just come and have the job seriously all these other applicants are <laughs> rubbish he's like i really want to see you write your name on an application form so yeah. i can show it to other people in the department she was laugh. <laughs> You're like, look at this, look at this person who applied. <laughs> Kate Fanny Cox was 40 years of age when she was offered oh, the position. Can you imagine? He's like, I, I, she's put her application in and I've scratched off the K. So now it just says eight Fanny Cox. It's comedy gold. I got some wine out. Everyone in the office is laughing. We're sorry, Balfers. We truly are. And we and also to South Australian police as well. I, I guarantee there's no one in that department that would that would that would act in such an immature manner. Or because Dan has now left the South Australian police. He used to work I there. I did used to work there. So uh, there's no way that anyone there currently would behave in such an immature way. Absolutely not. No, no now that I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> the maximum age to join the police force was twenty nine years, but it was um, waived. She got her okay. first assistant, Annie Ross. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Annie Ross and Fanny Cox. <laughs> I just, no, just, I, just I, don't, I don't know why I laughed, but I think it was more because you you said anyway. So gone, uh, it got waved. <laughs> it's gone off the rails so quickly. Oh Christ! Um, uh, Fanny Cox and Annie Ross were appointed the first day of December, nineteen fifteen. Right. On this is what interested me the most: on the same pay as male police officers. That's excellent. That's fantastic, excellent. as it should be. They were appointed with the object of safeguarding the moral welfare of children and kind of presenting acts of misconduct in young women. Got it. Yep. Uh, no. F- Here's another thing. So no- specialised role. Specialised role. Yep. No formal training was given to them. But was there any formal training for any police officers at that time? Was it just kind of like show up on the day and get your, get, I think it get was. your baton? Well, it's not that much different now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, uh, no formal training was given, and their knowledge of the law had to be gained through reading books in their own time. Okay. So that, right. I think they did get a little stiffed on the training when it comes to... <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Stop, Stop it. Each, no. of the woman, each of the women worked approximately 60 hours a week. Wow. Whoa. With one day off every six weeks. That's brutal. That was before the, um, the police union, the credit union was... Uh, <laughs> not the credit union, the actual union um, was around to sort of ensure that people were getting better pay conditions? Yep. They would work three broken shifts, 9am to 1pm, and then 5pm till 11pm, like every day. That's tough. Insane. And working with in difficult situations, Yep, obviously. Here's the thing, though. The troubled kids. Fanny Cox was a badass. She was proficient in... Kung Fu? Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu? <laughs> no way. Yes. Yeah. But hang on, which is, the be- which is best? Oh, didn't we do an episode on yeah, this? We did an episode Find on... Find on Adelol Podcast, Karate versus Judo. We karate did a great story. We figured out in, in actuality what, what really is the best. That's Jiu-Jitsu. right. Um, yeah. Um, Cox came... Became well Cox known. <laughs> Go on. Cox came well known for her nightly patrols. Yep. And of yes, Harley Street. In the parklands. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> in the parklands around Through Adelaide. some holes. In, in walls. 
Immature. For young people, uh, she was she was on the lookout for young people behaving amorously. Cool, I got it. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Her catchphrase became three feet apart, three feet apart. Oh, well, she was social distancing before <laughs> we even had uh, <laughs> rules in place around social distancing. Look, um, we do three make- feet isn't 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 a good distance, really. Though, isn't to, it? How much is three feet? Uh, that's it's, about right. It's, no, it's oh, like no, less, that'd be less than a. No. Yeah, it's that's not a, not a significant. People have really stopped caring about that, by the way. I oh, was yeah. at Glenelg this morning. Three feet was, apart would yeah. be would be like welcome now. Yeah. 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 Well, what, tell me about Glenelg. What was happening? Just people no, just, just people all close like, together. Just, yeah. yeah. No regard for uh, the dangers of COVID. Yeah. Um, look, we do make jokes about her name, but Kate Fanny Cox was highly admired, and on her retirement in 1935, she was appointed MBE. Wow. Brilliant. What does that mean? Members member of the Balfour's establishment. <laughs> she was given a job. She was not, Along with Jim and your mum. <laughs> she was not only the first female officer in South Australia, yep. she was the first female officer, police officer in the British Empire. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's she was awesome. super yeah, important. Cool. Yeah. And, and well, I mean, South Australia has been, and, and this is something that we've talked about in previous episodes, although mm. we haven't gone into the full detail and we'll get there, um, but South Australia's led the way in a lot of ways with, in regards to um, uh, women's suffrage, suffrage and women's right representation. Yeah, right. Yep. But all sorts of things. I mean, I think Victoria beat us just with getting the right to vote for women, but that was only because they made a mistake. And they put through a piece of legislation. No, they, really? they, they put through a piece of legislation which was to do with landowners' rights, and there were obviously female landowners. They didn't think about that, and, did they, they? and, and yeah, yeah. So then they had to repeal it, and then a couple of years oh, later, gosh. South Australia came out and said, "Look, we're just going to let women have the vote because yeah. it's the right thing to do, and not just because it's the right thing to do, but because people fought their ass off to actually earn it, earn that right, and get it yeah. happening." Which is a shame, and it's all thanks to people like Fanny. Cox. That's right, it is. Don't she, laugh. Don't laugh. It's a very serious, serious topic. Serious, serious topic. Um, she then, when she retired, um, established a uh, home for young single women awaiting childbirth. So she went back to working with the uh, the, the troubled youth, yes, as exactly. we say. So she retired and still started working. Um, uh, the centre was called the Kate Cox Babies Home and is now, it's still there in Hove, the Kate Cox Children's Centre people, people, I bet people scratch off the K. They, you know what, if they haven't, we'll go down there tonight. In <laughs> honour of Fanny Cox. She died on the 20th of August, 1954, and is buried at Paynham Cemetery. And Tom, despite the poor background, which we banged on about, and the hilariousness of her name, she achieved great things. Give it up for Fanny Cox. That's a lesson for all of us, I think. Absolutely. Thank you to Balfour's. Thank you to Fanny. Thank you to you, Tom. Thank you, Dan, and you too. And uh, with that, I think it's time to say goodbye from Adelol. And half-baked histories. It's half-baked history.